What is going on, guys? Welcome to Closet Talk. I am your host, Ethan. It is 11.54 at night. I told you I was going to do 20 minutes a day, and <laughs> I, like, barely made it. I had, so, I had so much trouble just getting my recording program. I'm using Audacity because it's free, you know, and I figured if I'm not making any money doing this, then I better not spend any money. Um, you know, at least until I get started or get some sort of audience going, uh, besides my mother. <laughs> I love you, mom. You know, I do. Um, yeah, March 28th. How was your guys' Wednesday? It was great for me. Woke up today feeling really good. I got this addiction to coffee lately where like I literally drink so much until my ears ring. And then I'm watching myself outside of myself just move through the day. Um, <laughs> that's probably, maybe I'm abusing it. Am I? Am I? Please let me know if I am. <laughs> uh, today, Burning Man tickets went on sale today. Um, I talked about it a little bit in my last episode, but Burning Man tickets went on sale today. And me and my lady did not have any luck scoring a ticket um, in the main sale, but we're remaining positive because there's a billion other ways to get a ticket, right? You, you, you got the low-income uh, program, you got STEP, plus other people that decide not to go. So we, we're, we're kind of putting our ears to the ground and uh, hoping for the best here, um, hoping we get get out there this year. So yeah, we started off with that. Um, around 12 that's when tickets opened up and then uh, my good friend John Egger is in town John Egger is a fantastic stand-up comedian I owe a lot of my stand-up success to this guy he mentored me in my early years taught me a lot the ins and outs and kind of helped deflect a lot of the pain that you can experience when you're starting out he helped a lot with that and he is all the way out he's out here um, all the way from Philly that's where he's originally from uh, Pennsylvania and now he's out here in Reno visiting and I'm so stoked to have him out here it's gonna be one great week I'm actually what I'm thinking about doing is doing my first uh, video podcast with him, just kind of interviewing him. He's a really interesting dude, fantastic stand-up comedian, and I think that guy has a lot of knowledge on the subject, so I want to bring that to you guys. I want to share it with you guys because the things that he has taught me has really helped me progress. So he's out here, um, and that's going to be great. I don't know when that's going to come out, but it will be out. I'm going to say... Maybe I should give myself a deadline, right? Like, because if I'm telling you guys, then obviously I have to do it. Otherwise, I let down, what, two listeners? <laughs> Those two listeners are my rock right now, and I love you guys. Just the two people that listen to this, I love you, and thank you so much for all your support. I had a show last night, stand-up show, where I hosted at this room called... Alibi Ale Works. It's up in Truckee, California. And I had a fantastic 
fantastic time. A fantastic, it was a fantastic show. Let me put it this way. Every time I've been to Truckee, I have always had a good time. Every time. I don't know what it is. It's like a little South Park kind of town. And it's just a small little town. Everybody knows everybody. I don't know what it is. But every time I go up there, I feel like I'm in such a great mood. I feel like I'm like in the right place. Like doing my shit. I should stop saying like so much. So, yeah, I was in Truckee, California. And I guess to start this show, besides my rambling, I should dive into today's quote, which is, show up every single moment like you were meant to be there. That is by Marie Forleo. And show up every single moment like you were meant to be there. Okay, let's let's... Let's talk about that for a little bit, because I feel like that ties into what I did last night. I mean, I showed up, and I had uh, Dave McCarelli, if you don't know who he is, definitely look him up. He's a fantastic comedian as well. And then I was there with one of my buddies, Jim Fleming, who is a fantastic comic as well. Both of them are. Great stand-ups. Dave was telling me before the, sto- the the show started out, he was like, all right, well, this is how this room typically works. The people in front of the stage are the people that are here for comedy. And then the people off to the right that are at the bar didn't necessarily know that there was going to be a comedy show tonight. And so just kind of let them do their thing. I immediately, immediately took that as like a challenge I was like okay but if I'm good enough if I do stand up good enough if I'm actually doing stand up then I should be able to captivate the entire room which is not the job uh for the host you know as a host you're supposed to keep the show moving make people feel comfortable engage them in the comics that are coming up so your job as a host is not to kill it is just to keep the show moving along That is it. But I kind of was like, all right, I kind of took this as a challenge. I was like, if I'm good enough, then these people in front of me are going to want to laugh. And then by them laughing, it's going to suck in the people from that bar into laughing as well. And then everybody will be paying attention. The place was packed. There was like 60 people. I want to say at least 60 people. And... I went up there, and this is where this quote ties in. Show up every single moment like you're meant to be there. I went up on that stage, and I, I was give, before I went up on stage, I was giving myself like these positive affirmations. Um, like, I'm going to have fun. This is going to be a great show. No matter what happens, I still get to talk to these people. This is fucking great. Shit like that, you know? And... Just talking to people, vibing with the crowd. I remember as a young stand-up, young, like I've been doing this for 20 years. I've only been doing it for six. I remember as when I was first starting out, I would hide away from the crowd, right? I'd be in the back going over my notes or whatever, (laughs) whatever 
jokes I was going to do for the night. I didn't want anything to do with the people around me at all. But as I started going along, I realized that by talking to the audience before you go on stage, you get a feel of what their sense of humor is like. You get a feel for knowing what they're going to laugh at. So already, before you write your set list and go on stage with it, talk to at least 10 to 15 people and see what it is that's going through their brain. What are they talking about? You know what people care about by what they talk about, in my opinion. Obviously, right? That's why I'm talking about this, because this is what I care about. So if people are talking about it, then obviously they care about it. And then you can kind of dictate your jokes off of that, I guess. I, I mean, I don't really... I, I can't really even say that, because I do my jokes the way that I want to do them. But talking to people definitely influences the way that I deliver them. So maybe that is a good tool or something that you could use. I don't know. I'll be honest. I got to get a little bit better at sticking to my topics. But hey, I'm learning. I'm getting there. Uh, this will get better over time. So a little bit about this room was I had been there before. I I hadn't performed there until last night, but I had been there before and I had seen performances there and a performance there and I was talking to the the local people that are there all the time and they said, "Yeah, there's lots of comedy that comes through here, but the shows aren't very good." And that motivated me so hard cuz I heard that during a show that I wasn't on. And then a month later, I got invited to host that show. And instead of being fearful and scared of doing it, I was talking with my lady as we were driving up. And she was there with me that night when people were saying, like, oh, the shows aren't very good. And I, once again, the positive affirmation thing. It's like, yeah, they weren't very good, but now I'm here, and it's going to be good. And... After the show, after, you know, Dave did a solid 40, Jim did a solid 20, I went up and did my 10-minute opening as the MC. you know, went up there with the five jokes that I had been working on for, like, the last month or whatever, and the show flowed so well. Everybody was engaged. Everybody was having a great time. Afterwards, usually after the show ends, People in the audience, like, want to talk to the comics, and, you know, sometimes they don't or whatever. Some people just want to leave and get the hell out of there, but, you know, there are a few people that stick around if the show was good, and I had at least two people come up to me and say, you know, we've seen this comedy show before, and this was by far the best one. We've seen comedy shows here before, but this was the best one. And that felt so good because it literally in my head was, wow, just the power of believing that this was going to be a great show. It turned out to be that, you know, show going up on stage and acting like I was meant to be there. I fully believed in my brain. I was like, I'm supposed to be here right now and I'm going to have a good time no matter what. I'm so stoked. I cannot wait to go up and talk to people. 
And that's that literally encompassed the entire show. My energy sucked in people's attention and everybody was engaged. That felt so good. And after talking to my lady about it, like she was people can sense bullshit energy and they can sense genuine energy. No ma- you can you can be talking to somebody but you notice how like you get a vibe from them like you can always get a vibe from them and it doesn't matter what they're talking about you can tell if they're being genuine or just eh, they're kind of full of shit a little bit i started researching it a little bit more and i guess they have a name for this it's called the halo effect and how it's described online is The halo effect is when one trait of a person or thing is used to make an overall judgment of that person or thing. I've been, I heard this audio book, it's called Thinking Fast and Slow. I should get you guys the name of the author. Thinking Fast and Slow. And I had heard this the same day but before I had went on stage and he had talked about when a performer goes on stage and they bound up there with confidence and a smile and they're good looking and they just feel comfortable up there the audience and the people that are watching automatically favor the person because now they have confidence that this person knows what they are doing they now that's that's just natural human thinking. They now associate this person with successful things and they are willing to give him a more fair chance. That's funny too because any time that I'd ever gone on stage and bombed my fucking face off, it was always those times that I didn't really have that confidence in myself. I was like, uh, these jokes are going to suck. My voice was kind of lower. You can tell my shoulders were kind of hunched down, right? You can tell that I just wanted to hide under the little table on the stage instead (laughs) of talk to people. You can tell. You can see that in somebody. When they're not believing in their own stuff, why should anybody else believe in you, right? That halo effect is more toxic than you think. Really, what you think about yourself is the way you carry yourself and people pick up on that they pick up on it easily so easily anytime i've ever talked to anybody with confidence and like asserted myself and just really was without fear put myself into any situation without fear i always did my best i heard this thing today here's another quote but and I shouldn't say it because I don't I can't give the person their credit it was anything that is uncertain means anything is possible I love that because if nothing is certain then you're right everything is possible so I feel like if we start applying that to how we talk to people I mean, it's transformed my life dramatically. I mean, that is one of the reasons why I'm still, I'm, you know, starting my business or whatever. 
that has what that is what's got me most of you know my customers and stuff because just simply talking to them when you, it's funny because when you go after people and you're looking after their best interest things just kind of work out for you without you really having to worry about anything does that make sense I don't know. Maybe I'm just rambling here, but this this topic really fascinates me. Um, I <laughs> I was that I was talking to this guy um, at the show, and at I had quit drinking for 15 days. You know, ooh, big achievement, right? Um, just because, uh, and well, you know, oh, all right, fuck it. I'm gonna be honest here. Just because, you know, at the end of the day, I like to have a few, right? Knock a few back, relax. And uh, after 15 days, like, my just the level of judgment, my brain has been so clear. Like, you have no idea how much it fogs up your memory and just the way you think daily, unless you're sober. So for 15 days, I was just like, you know, nothing. 15 days just sober thinking then after that I had a drink and I just felt myself getting hung over hung, like hung over and I barely even drank anything like I wasn't even getting the desired effect of like oh I'm gonna get a little buzz here from drinking alcohol like I just started feeling hung over immediately and it just kind of reinforced what I was thinking when I stopped was, yeah, this isn't worth it, it's just getting in the way of my stuff, and it's, you know, blocking my judgment, and I'm slacking off on all of my other projects, hence why this podcast is coming out now, instead of, you know, two months ago, (laughs) and I was talking to this guy at the show last night, and since it, it was called Alibi Ale Works, that's, that was the name of the venue, and they make custom, like, beers, like, the Tahoe area, they have, like, their own little special brews, I was like, yeah, they gave me a $25 bar tab. So I was like, all right, I'll share it with my lady. I'm going to get two beers. It'll be fine. And I drank one of them. And for the first time in a long time, I was like, oh, man, I feel buzzed. And, like, the guy across from me, he was just like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I hadn't been drinking for a while. And usually when I drink, I just start feeling hug over immediately. And... This is my, you know, my first beer, and I'm starting to feel a little bit buzzed. And he was just like, that's how you know it's a good beer. Because you can drink two of them and still not feel the hangover. I thought that shit was hilarious. I was like, oh my god, are you a comic? He was a comic. Uh, But it was just so funny the way he described it. But also, that ties into what we're talking about. Show up every single moment like you're meant to be there. The halo effect. That guy had a halo effect on me because of the confidence and the way he protruded it. I automatically just believed in what he was telling me. So that is definitely a tool that I would recommend that you kind of explore with yourself. See how it fits in with yourself. Maybe it's not so much talking or, you know, it, it fits in differently with everybody. But it is a real thing in my experience. And a lot of self-believing and like positive affirmations and everything reinforce it and it it feels like it just makes it more powerful 
So if I was you, I would encourage you guys to look into that and maybe try it. Try to apply it. Even if you're not typically a social person, try to apply it. See how it, uh, it affects your life. Go 24 to 48 hours just looking for nothing but positive and every day just asserting your best the in your what you feel is your best self asserting that before any kind of fear or self-doubt or anything go for asserting yourself in the most confident way possible that would be my best advice i mean it's worked for me and every day every single day that i do this i just feel so good so I would recommend that you guys try that. Um, I'm not going to ramble on too much more about this. Um, but thank you guys for listening. I do want to say one thing. Um, if you listen to me on the Anchor app, I do put music before and after. If you're listening to me on YouTube, uh, <laughs> due to copyright, I can't really do any kind of music yet. And the free music is just not really my style um but i do also have a facebook page please feel free to message me on facebook at closet talk with ethan you can also check me out on youtube obviously leave a comment on any of the videos i would love some engagement from people and to hear what you guys are thinking you know about these topics that i'm talking about or how i can improve how i can be doing better what would make this more interesting for you guys um, thank you guys so much for listening and supporting any way that you do. And uh, yeah, just remember that no matter what you do, show up every single moment like you were meant to be there.